0: Okay, it appears we are live. So, Peter, if you want to refresh.
1: Refreshing, so refreshing.
0: It is refreshing. It's refreshing to be here, streaming live.
1: Yep, I got it.
0: Successfully from Lujo, Sichuan, China.
1: Transmitting. There you are.
0: Surprise, we're live.
1: Successfully for the past, shutting down the volume.
0: Yeah, okay, so your sound, your sound is off? Yep. Um, Hello, welcome to Uncle Foreigner's semi-weekly live stream. I am Emily, and in the background we have Peter. We are streaming, as I said, from Lujo, Sichuan, China so, it's Saturday evening here. In our- Saturday evening. Saturday evening. I hope you're having a good time wherever you are. Because we are too. Yep. Um, so, let's see. It looks like all systems are go. I've got sound going. You've got...
1: Yep, I'm looking at you.
0: You've got that going. Um, We're
1: we're both watching each other?
0: We've got water going?
1: Watching you, watching you, watching you.
0: Yeah, there's too many, there's too many me faces. I wonder if I shut this down. Mm -hmm. If the stream will stop. I'm gonna try that. Uh oh. Okay. Did anything happen?
1: Your movement? No, you showed me water is what you're showing me.
0: Okay, so the stream is still healthy, even if I shut mine down, which means we should have a better streaming speed, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Oh, you just actually got a lot clearer.
0: Technology. I'm mm-hmm. figuring it out. Beep, beep, beep. Likewise, my voice should sound normally pitched. Should I check? No, don't check. We'll yeah. check that after. That'll be a surprise for us. You okay. <laughs> Um, but are we ready to hit the opening, you think?
1: Transmitting from China. Three, two, one...
0: Welcome foreigners wherever you are. This is Hello Uncle Foreigner transmitting live from China. This week was a big week for us. Um, I kind of, I kind of, I finally recovered from my cold so that was good. I was back in the land of the living and not sleeping all the time. It was the last week of Last week of school, um, we had graduation this morning, actually. Kindergarten graduation. It was lovely.
1: You've already posted on Instagram.
0: Yeah, you can check out our Instagram. There's some shots of, of the babies. It was just what you'd think a kindergarten graduation would be. They all got little rolls of paper that had their picture on inside, and they told their parents they loved them. They recited some poetry, a professional announcer told them wonderful things. Um, yeah, so maybe, it was it was very Chinese, kindergarten graduation. But the funniest thing to me, at the end of it, everyone, teachers and students alike, realized, like, this is it. This is the last hurrah. We are all together for one last time. And we are very sad about that. Everyone started crying, like, a lot. (laughs) And so we had a reception line by the exit, all the teachers by the exit door. And then the the students would come and say goodbye and take one last picture and and leave. Leave kindergarten. I joked that they were so upset because they know that um, elementary school is going to be rough. Chinese education is very strenuous.
1: Uphill from here.
0: Uphill from here. They've got... They've, they're they six years old, so it's time to start thinking about the gaokao, which is an insane college entrance test.
1: And marriage.
0: And then, yeah, buy a house and marry someone and have a baby. The circle of life. But anyway, so these kids were just like bawling and then, you know, giving me hugs and... It was so much crying, and it was, like, a really weird end to what had been, like, a really celebratory event, and then just, like, oh, we're all very sad. <laughs> Sorry, kids, it was, it was funny <laughs> to your heartless teacher.
1: Oh, and you all live in the same neighborhood.
0: Oh, yeah, we all, like, live on the same three blocks. I see them all the time, like walking around or in the grocery store or in the park. So it is... Like, yeah, it's not. It's never going to be the same. You're never going to have the same 40 kids in a room again. Um, and the teachers and students are not going to get to keep that close bond anymore. But they are going to get to see each other again.
1: They may have already seen each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it is um, in Chinese school... I'm going to turn the sound down just a little. In Chinese school, you don't get a new teacher every year. Your teacher moves through your classes with you. So this teacher had been with these kids for like three, three or four years, some of them, um, from two years old. So it is like, that's a pretty moving thing to see your kid move on. And, and as a kid to, to realize like, you know, you're at school what eight to eight to five thirty? Um, it's more than a full time job. Uh, you you probably see that teacher as much as your parents, or maybe even more. Um, so yeah, I do understand why it was so emotional. It just the timing of it being like a celebratory event. Oh no, everyone's crying. Seemed funny to me. I sound so heartless, but it was, (laughs) it just was, it was funny. You have to trust me on this. But so that's what I did this morning. Um, What else happened this week? We put up the name video, which if you check out hellouncleforeigner.com, the blog, which I recently made an HTTPS. So Google won't give me that that um, that X mark anymore. I get the green lock if you go to our website, our, our blog, um, hellouncleforeigner.com. I explain a little bit about the making of the name video, which originally I had only intended to be two different parts, me talking about naming kids and then me talking about my own English name. And it was kind of... Not an afterthought, because obviously I think about names a lot. I had a lot to say. I had 20 minutes to say (laughs) about it. A lot of names. Yeah, I had a lot of thoughts about names. And so Peter had been encouraging me to just film yourself talking on the way home. See what comes up. And so that's how this video came about. I did it one day on my way home from school. I showed Peter what I got, and he said... Let's do that a couple more times you have i you have a couple more there are my coworker knows where we live, and he he said they looked at an apartment in our complex and he's like, isn't it swampy because it is there's a lot of trees in it and they have like ponds on the ponds on the um, ground frogs. and frogs and, and like water features um. And it, it is landscaped in a way that it feels like you're in a, a forest a little bit. Which I think is kind of nice. But it wasn't to his taste, so he moved somewhere else.
1: There's a lot of nice shady areas for the old men and their birds.
0: Yeah, we have. it's like a nice place to be. Which um, is not a given in Chinese cities. It's not always... The city is not always designed with comfort or human interaction in mind. But our, our housing complex, I think, is very nice. And so in the video, I walk, I'm walking basically the one stretch between the block between my apartment and work. And I wanted to get some different scenery in there. So I just, like, walked around our apartment complex, which is a whole city block. So it's pretty big. Um, but, yeah, so that you can see all around... Where we live, if you want to come stalk us in China,
1: <laughs> and we're at the the top of the hill, really.
0: Yeah, so you're safe from rats and rats. flooding. Well, actually, the rats will come up here if there is a flood, but <laughs> we're on the twenty eighth floor, so I think we're okay. Top of the city. I rode an elevator with a fly today. Jeff Goldblum. Maybe <laughs> he didn't. He didn't introduce himself, but I. I always think it's funny when a fly gets in an elevator or on a bus. <laughs> like, that's not where they intended to end up. Or is it? Do they have thoughts when they get off? Like, like they just move to the other <laughs> side of the world? I thought this was the 27th <laughs> floor. <laughs> Do they even know? Do they even know their entire world has changed?
1: Maybe just fly back down.
0: I guess, get back on the elevator.
1: Or just right off the cliff.
0: Get off the bus. Or yeah, take the the, the long, air. The short way down. The <laughs> air. <laughs>
1: Must be nice to fly.
0: Yeah. I'd like to fly. fly, I think. Although I'm physically quite trepidatious, so I don't know. I'd probably fly like a foot off the ground. I don't think I'd go very high.
1: Yeah. More of a hover.
0: Hover. Uh, a hover. Yeah. What else we didn't put up an uncle shorts this week because I was sick. But we did we did some major planning for the next couple weeks.
1: A lot of behind the scenes work.
0: Yeah, a lot of behind the scenes work this week. We are we are preparing for Uncle Foreigner, but I am also preparing I a... volunteer is not the right word because it's it is still a job I still get paid, but I signed up to do summer camp for the next month, which is gonna be all day hanging out and playing with babies instead of during the school year I teach a twenty to forty minute class a couple times a day, but this will be I'm um, hanging out with kids all day. So that should be interesting. But it will take away from my filmmaking time.
1: Mr. DeMille.
0: But so we we've Come up with some ideas that are low production but high creativity and interest for the next couple weeks, I think. We're pretty excited.
1: We're dipping back into the archives.
0: Yeah. Um, So we have, yeah, it's fun to go back into our archives because we have now seven years of experience to say about these images that at the time it felt like we could describe what was happening in the image and that was kind of it but now we can kind of make larger connections so i think we have an interesting an interesting point of view that you don't get everywhere else
1: we've been documenting for blogs but video started to come along <laughs> at some point now we can go back and tell those stories with moving pictures
0: yeah we um our whole process keeps growing, keeps upgrading.
1: So check out the webpage, <laughs> the blog.
0: Yeah, that blog again, hellouncleforeigner.com.
1: If anyone still reads.
0: If anyone still reads. If you have been a long-time reader, you may notice some small changes, but we're working right now on research, getting people to come to the website and stay on the website because we have... <sighs> as i've learned from my google analytics we have good search results we come up a lot in searches but we have a high bounce rate so we want to keep those eyeballs but that's that's getting a little bit in the weeds that's not quite so interesting so the topic our preview topic for next week We're going to talk a little bit about the Chinese countryside. So stay tuned Thursday to see what that's all about. We're pretty excited.
1: There's (sighs) goats. There will be goats.
0: There will be goats. We can promise you that. that. (laughs) (laughs) The other big behind-the-scenes news is... So Uncle Short's come to us through a variety of ways. Some are just on the spots conversations Peter and I are having or thoughts that I've had or Peter's had. And some are anecdotes that I've kind of held on to for a long time. Not a long time. We've only been doing this six months, but for a little while. Until each some detail falls into place. Or like with names, I had the two of those Chinese names and English names on the board as two separate topics. For a while, because I've been thinking about it for a while, and then they just came together and gelled. But today we went through and we said, a, not permanent, but for now, goodbye to to these uncle foreigner topics. So, I they're they're pieces of stories that I like enough. I want to share them with you as the rejected topics, but they're, they're not
1: good enough for prime time. Yeah,
0: they're not ready. They're not ready to be their own whole own thing. So the first...
1: So hold on to your (laughs) socks.
0: So this is going to be exciting, guys. (laughs) The first one is a little story about the pharmacy near our house. Um, The people in the pharmacy and the people in the grocery store really know us quite well. And they've actually um, seen Peter get sick and recover. And they're always asking about him... um, I mean, yeah, they're always asking about him, um, but they are all nice to me too. But so I was going to pick up some medicine for Peter at the pharmacy the other day, and I brought in, you know, the the old boxes so they could give give me the right stuff. And one of them, they were like, "Oh, we don't have this in this store, but you know, we'll make some calls, we'll find another branch, and buy." This evening, we should have it for you and we'll give you a call. And then I went by after work and they did, in fact, have the medicine and they had rung it up and I just paid. That's what you do at a pharmacy. This is why this is not at Uncle yeah. Shorts. You are right.
1: <laughs> well, there's, there's a pharmacy every other store.
0: Yeah. But it, so... <laughs> the upshot is, this is something that is... Just, to me, felt like this is no longer... Living in China is no longer some weird, exotic adventure. Living in China is now... The people at the pharmacy know me and my husband and will order the drug we need and get it to us that evening. Um, They did have the wrong phone number for me because they said we called and then it wasn't you. So I have to give them an updated phone number. But it, it just...
1: I wonder what that sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it must have been a Chinese person. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> I got a phone call the other night that was a wrong number. And so I answered in English. I said, hello. And they started talking. And I didn't understand them because they were talking really fast. And so I said, oh, I'm sorry. You know, my Chinese is, is not that good. Well, sure, the sure, the And the guy immediately was like, oh, oh, this is the wrong number. So maybe the pharmacy had the opposite reaction. Speak English. This is a person whose Chinese is way too good. That's not Emily. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was, it, it, the feeling of that day was, like, it's nice to feel like this is our neighborhood and we are a part of it and people know us and help us and, norm yeah we we we're, we're normal we're normal <laughs> I mean, finally cheers <laughs> normal norm <laughs> so that, is that why his
1: name is norm because he's just so normal that he's there he's
0: he the everyman probably I'm gonna say yes <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the origin of norm norm core. <laughs> So I guess Peter was right. That didn't deserve to be an Uncle Stewart. <laughs> um, the second one is not rejected for story, but for technical reasons. Um, but I'll, I'll share this anecdote because it is really cute. Um, at school, they have for the kids in the bathroom. The bathroom is four rows of tiny western toilets 20 22 western toilets all in four rows I would take a picture except it's the bathroom and that feels invasive and and feeling? yeah it doesn't doesn't feel right but it is just so picture in your head a western toilet and then shrink it down to to dollhouse size and then put 22 of them in four separate rows and then so two rows are the girl' side, there's a wall in the middle, and two rows are the boys' side. And for the kids, in general in China, there's like a little less expectation of privacy in the bathroom. Like I've been in bus stop bathrooms or even college bathrooms. I've, we've been in bathrooms all over the place that it's like it's not private. It's not what you would expect. Sometimes there's like a half wall divider. But it's basically like, you just, it's just open. So, I don't know, for the kids, for the kids, there's the added element of like, they're so young that maybe it's easier to keep an eye on them, because they might get into bathroom trouble. (laughs) I'm not sure. It's open.
1: You've seen bathroom trouble. You know what that is. Yeah.
0: And then in the behind... The kids' baby potties. There's normal cubicles for the adults to use. We don't have to use the tiny open potties. Um, and I, th- I think it's kind of a more modern China thing to have, like, Western-style privacy in the bathroom. Because it's always only in older buildings that I've seen these bathrooms that... I don't know if I want to describe them to you, but they're, they're a shock for a sensitive western peer Um, but anyway so I set this up for you so you know you try to picture this in your mind so you got tiny potties in the front all open the rows are facing each other so actually going to the bathroom it's like kind of a social time and then the private adult bathrooms are behind that so you have to walk through where the babies are peeing to to pee yourself Um, And actually, they have times of the day that it's like, this is time to use the bathroom. So they all line up and then go. And (laughs) it's like, it's the best thing. And I wish you could see it. But I'm not taking pictures of that and showing that to you. You have to get a job in a Chinese kindergarten (laughs) so you can (laughs) see this thing. Highly recommended. But don't say that's why you want the job in your interview. Because that'll get you bounced. So anyway, potties adult stalls and this is between this is not during a normal potty break but the kids are allowed to go when they have to go so um more so i think even than in america the chinese really think it's harmful to ask kids to hold it so that if they say they have to go they're allowed to just go um so there are three girls one on this side and then one two next to each other on this side and they're kind of chatting away and doing their business and i walk through and i go into the stall in the back and then i hear one of the girls say to the other two says ting, ting, moada. Ting, ting, moada. which i know from my classes is like touch touch gently because this is why i know this because i show them flashcards and they touch it i they're allowed to touch it because i want them to interact with the image but sometimes they like hit it and so instead of saying no hitting we put it as a positive of, of like touch it gently. So I can hear them saying this while I'm in the bathroom I Okay, what's going on? And then I come out and the one girl on this this side over here is just wailing on the other girl, whacking her <laughs> in the head, and the girl across from her is just going, Ching Ching Wada Ching Ching water. The, hit her, touch her nicely touch her gently, be gentle and it just I love that they're having a fight on the toilet and she's trying to keep the peace between them and it's just the funniest thing um, but illustrating that story was a challenge we have an idea but right now it's beyond our technical capabilities um but I, I just wanted to get that story out there because it's hilarious. Um and I wanted to talk about baby bathrooms for a <laughs> while. I thought that was really important that you hear about that. Gently. Yeah, and then the third rejected Uncle Shorts was talking about pants shopping, which the upshot is I hate pants shopping. Wow. Da, 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 da. Oh. I rejected that one myself because I had nothing else to say about it.
1: That's how much you hate pants. That's
0: how much I hate pants and pants shopping.
1: Um, What about shirt shopping?
0: Shirt shopping is okay, especially at the Nike store. (laughs) (laughs) We buy all our clothes at sports shops now. Because they somehow have the biggest sizes.
1: Well, style-wise, are the most general...
0: Yeah, I guess the the Chinese style is very not ours. It's very you don't have
1: like sweaters finicky
0: with, and
1: with owls sticking off them. Yeah, or.
0: and like for women, it's always lots of bows and it's like a collage on a on a dress. Although it's getting more casual,
1: I think. I think that t-shirt sensibility like if you go into h H h&m is always busy right
0: yeah but that's h&m other stores are still
1: when we moved here they didn't have that now there's a lot more women walking around in just kind of casual t-shirts and
0: that's true the the style of dress has gotten a lot more casual um but I did overhear a kid ask his mom if I was a girl or a boy the other day.
1: Because of your t-shirt? Place. Yeah, and
0: then I looked around and every woman on in sight was wearing either a dress or something like incredibly tailored and girly. <laughs> um, and I was wearing a t-shirt. And Where were you? Just outside the school.
1: Oh.
0: There's, a, I think... It might be for summer, too, that it just is like everyone, all the women are in dresses. Um, And I don't have a problem with dresses. Although, for teaching, I basically wear, like, sportswear,
1: because I'm
0: running around with the babies. I'm not going to dress nice for that. I dress nice for very little anymore. I dress nice for graduation, though. I wore a dress. I think they appreciated that. If they noticed through their tears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very emotional.
0: Yeah. The other big news this week is we're making another social media push. If you're our Instagram follower, I guess the followers on that site, you may have noticed we've gotten a lot more active in the past week or so. And we started a Twitter so you can look for hello underscore uncle. That's us on Twitter. I maybe said this last week, but we're we, on the Twitter.
1: We've even seeped into
0: Reddit. Yeah, we've stumbled into Reddit on the subreddit China Vloggers. You can find us there. That's where that's where we are on the internet.
1: That's all of our places.
0: That's all of our places. I mean, yeah, we we've got a Tumblr that we don't. I don't.
1: You're not tumbling anymore.
0: Well, I'm kind of tumbling, but it's it's something as a community that I think there's a specific way to use it, and I don't think we've ever used it in the right way.
1: Um, Is the Tumblr? Organized by cats.
0: I think the Tumblr is organized by cats, and I am allergic to cats, so that's an issue. Um, and there's always our Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. It's an exciting time to be alive.
1: Socially mobile.
0: Socially mobile. Um.
1: Only had a hashtag.
0: yeah well hash hash hashing is like a computer science term so i I studied how to make a hash table way back when I was a undergraduate and now it's like that's the thing that blew up. I don't think that people know that that but that's like a thing. it's a way to organize information um, and that's why we use a hashtag. I think I'm pretty sure that's why. If I'm wrong, let me know. Internet, (laughs) (laughs) if you know differently.
1: Hashtag, tell me what's right.
0: Tell us in the comments over there, or over there, or over there.
1: Hashtag, tell me I'm wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um.
1: Stir up controversy. What are the? What are things we hate? (laughs) Pants.
0: I don't. I don't hate hashtags (laughs) and pants. I don't hate pants. I hate shopping for pants. Uh,
1: so take that internet.
0: Take that internet. Go sh- shop for your own pants.
1: <laughs> birds legs. Stupid. Look
0: up. Yeah, I don't love birds. I like the bird that lives outside our window, but just mostly because it hasn't tried to come in. You think it's a whole family? Yeah, I do. Uh, good neighbors. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. They are. they have like nice bird song. That's something again about our complex here. the outside outside China um, is loud. The traffic is always really loud, but all the trees do have the effect of like when you're walking around inside um. The complex is a little bit quieter, and you can hear, like, bird song and right now, Cicada Jones is singing his song. Yeah. Cicadas are all over Lujo, and they are so loud. It's the jam. It is the jam. I don't know if you have cicadas where you live, foreigners, but they can be loud.
1: Some do. They're in different spots of America. Make it pretty loud.
0: Tell us in the comments if you have cicadas. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag cicadas.
1: I can't spell that. (laughs) Ciudades.
0: (laughs) Ciudades. Hashtag learn Spanish.
1: (laughs) Cicadas are Spanish. (laughs) What What are other Spanish bugs?
0: La Cucaracha. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> I can't think of any... I did know how to say bug names in Spanish, but now I... Yeah,
1: how about any China bugs?
0: Um. Yeah. Mi Fong is B. Hmm. And it...
1: The producer of delicious honey.
0: I know ant, but I can't think of it right now because I'm reverse engineering some of the vocabulary from from my lessons because I present it and then my assistant says it in Chinese for the kids to make sure they can tell from the picture what it actually is. Sometimes the pictures are ambiguous. Sometimes they're bees. Sometimes they're bees. I mean, they know what a bee is, but... <laughs> So I get, I get to learn Chinese, too.
1: So what else? Uh, any news around the world?
0: No, I heard everyone's happy and uh, pretty much peace is everywhere, I think, right?
1: Mm, pieces.
0: Pieces. Reese's Pieces.
1: Everyone's getting along.
0: Yeah. I think that no one is mistreating children. No one's fighting about that. It's fine to mistreat children. It's all good.
1: Everyone's got good hair.
0: I've got good hair. <laughs> this humidity actually is killing my hair, or enlivening it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> action packed. It's, a- it's action packed hair. <laughs> you've got a- you've got a good head of hair. Do I? Yeah.
1: I've never seen it.
0: You. Because you're a vampire and you don't show up in a mirror.
1: (laughs) can't see my head.
0: The truth is, it's time you all knew this, is Peter is actually invisible. He only exists in my imagination. That's my fear sometimes, is that Peter is a figment of my imagination. (laughs) I'm locked in the basement. It's a very real neuroses I've just shared with the internet.
1: I'm tied up just out of reach out of a stack of pies.
0: Who put pies in basement? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else? Well, what I'm, we... I'm watching the
1: past right now. The, the, you just drank a glass of water. That was nice.
0: Those
1: are good times. <laughs>
0: Those are good times. I think I'll do it again. Ooh. It's my past and my future. It's a replay. Tomorrow I've got to go set up for camp and then I'm going to write all afternoon and then I think I have to go advertise for the school. Oh, the blow sticks. Yeah, I get to hand out blow sticks as advertisements to join our school.
1: I you can bring them home.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Peter has requested some swag. Um, I remember when we used to go, glow necklaces were a big thing when I was a kid. And, like, I remember we went to the circus. Glow necklace. Like, it's a glow stick, but it's bendy, so it's a necklace, so you can wear it.
1: Oh, right, right. And like, it's, like, one thin, bendy one.
0: Yeah, like yeah. A little latch. And if you put it in the freezer, the glow lasts longer, I think. I mean, we ended we put them in the freezer for that reason. Um, and then after a while, we were just wearing around pieces of plastic tubing as a necklace. But we, we thought glow stick necklaces were the best when we were kids. They're still the best. They are. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Another circus thing I remember. <laughs> I just, <laughs> what can you, what, this was just an amazing thing that we bought at, as a circus souvenir, that it was like a bunch of little, like fiber optic plastic.
1: Or like on a wand.
0: Yeah, and like a big frizzy thing, and so you had the light sprinkling at the top. It was magical.
1: Battery operated.
0: Yeah, I mean the circus was fun too. Was it? Well, we went to the Barnum and Bailey Circus, the real circus.
1: <laughs> New Yorkers. Yeah. yeah. Did they have goats?
0: I don't think they had goats, so marks down on them.
1: Stay tuned Thursday for Blue Joe goats.
0: Blue <laughs> Joe goats, not in a circus. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: I don't want to I see, don't a, to see a Lujo
0: circus. circus, goats or no goats.
1: We saw the zoo; that was bad enough.
0: The zoo was not a happy place. Some of the kids, I taught a lesson when I was teaching older kids on like places around town. So you'd learn like park, school, office building, police station, and zoo was one of them. And so that. The kind of free conversation was talk about the the buildings and institutions in your town. And so I'd ask the kids, like, is there a library in Luto? Yeah, where is it? And we'd talk about directions. Um, excuse me. But I'd ask them if there was a zoo, and they'd say no, because I don't think a lot of people know about... The Joe zoo, but it's it's a depressing affair. And one it's kid was like secret. one kid did had been to the zoo and he was like, Yeah, there is. Don't don't go there. Um it's everything wrong with the zoo that you'd think could be wrong with the zoo. The cages were too small.
1: We had a deflated camel.
0: The camel was deflated. Camels are jerks though. <laughs> they deserve to be deflated. <laughs> I got to ride an elephant when I was a kid. I don't, I don't remember the circumstances of why, but there was like.
1: Were you escaping something?
0: <laughs> yeah, on the run, and an elephant was my vehicle of choice. No, there was like an elephant in town. Elephant rides. I think it was in Southampton, so we had to like go the town over.
1: A beach elephant?
0: It was not on the beach. I don't think it would have liked the beach. My dog didn't like the beach. You ever ride your dog? <laughs> no, because my dog <laughs> was too little. She was like a, a trip oversized dog. Maybe that big. Um but that's also I think why she didn't like the beach so much, because her face was so close to the sand. The sand is also why I don't like the beach. I don't like it on your feet, in your book, on, on your, your towel, dog. on your dog. Yeah, I was with I was with the dog. Hey guys, let's stay in the pool. <laughs> she didn't like the pool though. She wouldn't She didn't like water. Was her name Ottoman? Yes. Why Ottoman?
1: So close to the ground to trip over. You say.
0: Oh like a piece of furniture. Yeah. I was thinking like the Empire. She did have like the attitude of an Empress. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Ottoman Empress. <laughs> but she she didn't like water. Some dogs like water.
1: Well short dogs yeah. with short legs okay. can't really get into a good stride.
0: No, she did. My mom would always take her in the pool once a season to, like... Out of hate. No. In (laughs) case she fell in the pool, so she'd she'd train her and show her Uh, where the stairs were, so she wouldn't... um, That would be horrible to... Rip up the pool lining. Or drown, (laughs) I think, was the reason. Um, But yeah, she did have, like, she had the definition of a doggy paddle. Um, sausage legs she fell in the duck pond a couple times or once I don't know I I don't have I have a good memory for numbers and things
1: but not ducks and dogs
0: but not not like events that happened to me in my life they kind of (laughs) all get jumbled
1: remember when you were 12 no but you remember 12
0: I do remember the number 12 multiple of 3 and 4 or 2 and 6 or 1 and 12
1: those were your pets yeah
0: numbers were my pets I had a math thing oh what was I was gonna oh never mind this is for an upcoming story Um, so stay tuned I have something to say about math In a future video that's undefined.
1: (laughs) We can't give the date on it because it's a number.
0: Yeah, I don't want to give any numbers away. Not one, not two. (laughs) Not Euler's number.
1: What about letters? What are your favorite letters?
0: (laughs) I don't really have a favorite letter. I never thought about it. People don't pick lucky letters. Unless you have synesthesia. Do you have synesthesia with letters?
1: No. I did have a student once whose name was A, and he had a t-shirt that was just a giant letter A.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but A is like an obvious letter to pick. Mm. The, here's a letter-related anecdote. The thing about playing, so Hangman is a great game to play because it it teaches kids to think about words as a collection of letters rather than Hangman is a great game to play in English class. It's it's like an okay game to play in life.
1: I think a lot of Chinese English teachers play it all around the country.
0: Because it's educational and it takes up a lot of time. (laughs) Um, But because they don't Well, this is, for my students who are at that level, it's also a good tool to teach about letter frequency in English, because they always guess X and Q, because that's actually really common in Chinese pinyin. Um, So they're always guessing, like, X, Q, Z, (laughs) all the letters that we actually don't use that often. And then... So I did have one class that was like really into it and really into kind of figuring out letter frequency. And so I told them, like the wheel of fortune grouping of RST L N E are the um, most frequently used letters of Eng- in English. So I would ha- they they caught on, and so they'd always guess those letters first. Um, they were a fun class.
1: So the X Men must be really like average like Sam Min or Bill Min.
0: Oh yeah, in Chinese, that's, X is nothing special. Not,
1: not very cool.
0: Not extraordinary.
1: Common guys.
0: Yeah. They are about a common group of mutants.
1: Z is <laughs> um, pretty cool.
0: Z's is a good letter. No matter what. Especially because in... in England and the Commonwealths—it's pronounced Zed. You mm. can sound pretentious as an American if you do that.
1: Especially if you're talking about zombies. Mm. You're fighting Zeds.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't watch that one. I think I like E though, because it's my letter. For me. E. The of- only Emily. never been the only Emily, even in one room.
1: Hashtag one Emily.
0: Hashtag there can only be one. (laughs) Emily, no, I'm coming for you.
1: Well, what else we have?
0: What else do we have? I went back to the gym. I took some time off when I was sick and then I came back and they were like, you haven't been here in a while. Which is like I can't tell if it's just not that popular a gym or I'm pretty obvious when I come and go. But I I haven't been able to go to my yoga yoga class. And um, I won't be able to because summer camp is scheduled at a at a different time.
1: Can you teach the babies yoga?
0: I probably could. I'm allowed to do kind of whatever I want. Maybe we'll we'll learn yoga instead of English. <laughs> we'll learn yoga English. That's like all the rage in English teaching, in foreign language teaching. It's actually multidisciplinary teaching in your target language. So. Um,
1: and who who doesn't want yoga babies?
0: <laughs> yoga baby. They're so flexible already.
1: Yeah. They'd be great at it. You'd stack them up like Jenga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, some, well, all of the kids, because this is common in China, for even kindergarten kids take extracurricular, extracurricular classes. Um, and so they take English or they take um, some kind of martial arts. And, so, and maybe gymnastics, but I think the kids who show... So the kids come in and show me that they can do full-on splits. Um, and I think it is the kids who do martial arts that can do the splits. Um,
1: Without their knees?
0: Yeah, because babies don't have knees. No, but they can, they can do it, like, real deal. A split. But then, like, another kid will be like, watch me, watch me, I can do it too! And they'll be like, see? See, I can do it! No credit. No credit. Not if not if the other kid's doing it all the way. You, you don't get credit for doing it, like, mostly. I can do it mostly. <laughs> and I'm old. A kid didn't... Throw up this week in class but like kind of burp, burped up it's nice so that's
1: was it after lunch
0: it was after dinner dinner yeah because I teach the it was one of those late night evening classes yeah yeah it was just a little
1: did you tell what he had for dinner
0: no because it it was just it was just like bit <laughs> A lot of spit. And that's the expulsion report for this week. <laughs> A kid in that class also said, oh, well, I'm, I don't feel well. But he's not the one that spit up. I had my eye on him. <laughs> and then it was another kid. Um, and that's that's all the news of regurgitation this week. I believe uh, Mr. Finger there is telling you to subscribe to Hello Uncle Foreigner if you haven't already. We have 31 lovely subscribers already. But um, we're always looking for more.
1: A few good subscribers.
0: A few good subscribers. This is stories of my student this week, but here's, here's one more. Because it, it is hilarious. I have, or it's, uh, I don't want to oversell it. It's funny. <laughs> it's best um, thing that's ever <laughs> going to happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> it broke up the monotony of being alive.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I have a student Flora who's very energetic, um, but also very quick study. So I like her. If you're good at English, I like you, even if you're hyperactive. And one of the phrases I taught them to use is, um, I want blah, blah, blah. I want, and we use it for crayons, so they say, I want red. And then this past couple weeks, I've been teaching them, please. And so she is always, I'm always like, Flora, sit in your chair and she's like "Ah, and then doesn't sit in her chair and then the assistant has to come over and like hold her down in the chair um it's it's a fun game Mm -hmm. but so she she taxes my patience a little but when we do i want crayon she always goes i want green please (laughs) just like that and she's four so it's like way adorable and um she she knows already how to be adorable enough that she can get away with being a little bit of a, a raucous rocker.
1: The adults gather around to watch her do it, don't they?
0: Yes, the her class, um, the parents wait outside while they have class, and there's giant windows in the classroom, so they all are like up at the window because <laughs> the parents are not allowed in the classroom which I'm very thankful for that as a rule because um, the parents, the parents are a lot. But anyway, so they'll be up on the window. And so she says, I want blue, please.
1: She knows
0: the blue show. And the parents all, we all, I've, all the adults within radius laughed. And so now she does it every time. But I still enjoy it. So it's fine. Um, I kind of it's, as a teacher I'm torn cuz I I like you know when things are orderly and smooth but I also enjoy the kids who stir up the trouble clever trouble I don't like like random hitting or or I have another boy who just if I show him a flashcard and I say orange he just says Brrr. And I don't like that kid. But if you if you run around and jump over the furniture and then repeat back to me perfect English what I just said, I don't know what am I gonna do? Tell you to stop running? It seems to be working for you. And and you know it's it's more fun. Chaos is more fun. That's why I live in China. <laughs> That's the reason. Well,
1: it's always nice on on backup if you have an assistant to restrain children in their chairs, too.
0: Yeah, th- I mean, they don't restrain <laughs> them. They, like, you know, gently remind them to stay in the seat. But I do, <laughs> it is a luxury. I do get to be total good cop, and she has to be the bad cop. I did tell what her does I... does
1: that hit, hit, hit them gently?
0: Hit them gently. Oh, oh, yeah. Ting ting moa, Be gentle. (laughs) I did tell her she doesn't have to be quite so bad cop, um, because she was giving the kids like full-on lectures in Chinese, and um, and then she, for uh, for her part, she was like, "Oh, good. I don't really like yelling at the kids like that, but you know, I wanted you to be happy." I was like, "Well, I'll be happy if you stop yelling at the kids so much," (laughs) and it worked out. It all worked out.
1: Kids I'm, learning, love babies. I'm learning to be a boss. Babies love lectures.
0: Babies love lectures. It's a well-known fact.
1: <laughs> Taking notes.
0: <laughs> but did anything non-baby happen this week? Um, you didn't leave the house.
1: No. Uh, You're walking more though again. Yep, yeah, moving around, sucking, jiving.
0: Cleaning the dishes. Please.
1: We lost Steve Steve Ditko today on on the sad news.
0: That's, um...
1: Spidey hands.
0: I don't know a lot about this, so... Wow. But death is natural. Yeah, I was 90 years old. It's a good long life.
1: If you helped create Spider-Man, you can go at any time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and uh yeah
1: so you cover what you're doing tomorrow you have a full week of work
0: yeah extra cause I have to go in on Sunday tomorrow and then I have summer class summer class which does that
1: take place anywhere special it's not you're not in the woods or anything
0: um, no, it's mostly in a classroom, but I think we do have, like, field trips and... Oh, jeez. I think I might have to lead field trips. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um...
1: Take them to the monastery?
0: I may have a lot of stories next week about kids again, but... <laughs> yeah, we might have to go hiking up the mountain. Well, that's...
1: That'd be wild.
0: <laughs> I told you, Peter, not you, the audience... We had a a fun run as an activity with the kids that was actually like a two and a half kilometer run, um, which I didn't know how long it was at the beginning. So I was just like, when when is this over? (laughs) Keep going, but when is this over? Also, I was competitive, so I didn't want to get beat by too many kids. I didn't come in first because that also didn't look good, but... I let, like, five kids...
1: Knocking babies in the brush?
0: Go in front of me. Well, like, there's five kids who are really fast, and then the rest of the kids don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So I was pretty comfortably, like, sixth place. Sixth place in the baby race. Oh, oh! That's what I wanted to. We do have local local news. <laughs> local news. Local news. The Italian restaurant that did make really good pizza closed down. Which was not too much of a surprise. It had been open almost a year, I think. And every time.
1: I'm surprised it was open a year
0: yeah every time we went in there it was empty and every time
1: not because it was bad
0: not because it was delicious food. their cook was really good.
1: so real meatball
0: yeah and our 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 Italian friend even gave it the um authentic thumbs up, but um they just did not do the business. It was expensive, I think mm-hmm. for for Lujo standards
1: that creepy weird section of the mall too.
0: Yeah, it was not, like, a nice... mall Paschetti. It was not a nice place to be. Um, So we, Peter and I, definitely did not do our part. We could have gone there more, except it was expensive far away and then, like, terrible Mm ambiance. But the rumor is that there is a different new Italian restaurant in the new mall across the river. So... We'll have to check that out someday soon.
1: And we'll bring that news straight to you.
0: You can know all about the Italian food that's available in Lujo, Sichuan, China.
1: Perhaps variant cheese, if we're lucky.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to get um, cheese varieties going. Well, I was listening to the podcast Gastropod... Which, if you're interested in food and history and the history of food, it's a really well-researched, interesting show.
1: Not affiliated.
0: Not affiliated. I'm just a fan. That's all I'm saying Mm -hmm. here. Um, And they were talking about dairy and dairy products. And it turns out in the U.S., I never thought about it, but that most dairy is local, locally produced. Um, There's... We haven't centralized it in the same way we centralize other produce and and crops. Um, Which, like, now I think about it like I was always buying, like, New York State cheddar um, when I lived in New York. Mm. (laughs) But, like, the milk is probably from a dairy not too far away. Connecticut. Well, probably not Connecticut because... Is that too far? Not as the crow flies, but I think you'd have Like, I wouldn't, I don't think they ship goods across the Sound on the ferry. I don't think there's a cargo ferry.
1: It's a a quick upshot on the highway. You could be in Hartford in two hours.
0: But not, not, I'm, (laughs) I'm thinking about Long Island. I didn't say that part out loud. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe in New York City, but there's probably some incentive that, like, New York State dairy farmers have the... I don't I don't know how it works. They just pointed out that their dairy probably comes from a local source, but not here. But not here because we buy our milk from Australia and Germany. It's not coming
1: across the Yangtze.
0: Yeah, I think there. I mean, there's definitely locally produced milk.
1: Yeah, possibly I th- I goats. Think. Maybe not cows, though.
0: Well, go I mean, you when was can't the buy last goats. Time you saw a cow. You can't buy goat's milk in the grocery store, though. I don't think I don't think the Chinese. Do the Chinese drink goat's milk? Leave a comment and let <laughs> us know what you think. No I've,
1: news. No, when did, well, I haven't seen a cow. Like just. Wandering. I guess I haven't either.
0: Wondering. i but we've eaten beef.
1: Hmm.
0: We saw cows. I was gonna say in Yunnan, but those were yaks
1: mm Lujo cow. Maybe not a thing.
0: But they eat beef.
1: Yeah, but it's imported a lot of times. That's why it's always like kind of rubber pucks.
0: Well, like steak, they always say, is like the good good expensive steak is usually Australian beef. But the like local cuisine uses beef. Not as much. Pork is definitely. It's mostly pork.
1: I've seen a lot of pigs.
0: But like. Beef is a natural part of a natural part of any diet. <laughs> I mean, that's, no, it's 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 not an import always. Mm-hmm. But cow, cow and chicken is definitely more of a staple.
1: Did you ever milk a chicken? Ew, ew. I can't say I've seen a cow. We've been out in the countrysides.
0: I feel like we've. No, maybe I'm thinking of other.
1: Even like on like long trips across the countryside like out to Chengdu or whatnot. We see see fields and there's no cows in them.
0: This is... Now I gotta find out if there's cows. Cow news! Cow news! But I think, I mean if there were, I feel like if there was a dairy farm in China it would be like a factory situation that... You know.
1: Not free range.
0: They're not. I don't think they have free range cows here. They do. Small livestock is pretty free range. Um, mm. We've seen it with our own eyes. But I, I think if there was like a, a wide
1: Yeah, like our neighbors can have chickens.
0: But like, there's local brand milk. We just don't buy it because it doesn't taste as good.
1: Is there, like local, like Joe Milk?
0: No, no, not Lujo milk, but, I mean, local China milk. We don't have to buy Australian milk.
1: Lujo milk is wine. Sweet <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> milk.
0: The babies are all passed out.
1: <laughs> A little thimble and it's
0: bedtime. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, we could buy Chinese brand milk, but we choose to buy Australian milk because we like the taste better. All yeah. the, but it's probably we terrible. We a brand, right, for the environment of import milk.
1: New Zealand, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have. Oh, but this is where I'm. I roundabout going with this <laughs> is, um, when there is cheese, it's still all kind of bland. Like even when we go to Chengdu, and get like the import. It's very creamy, cheese.
1: and there's not a lot of salt.
0: Yeah, and weird, I, I and think so close,
1: close to the uh, salt salt mines.
0: I wonder if there's just I, I mean, f- fresh local cheese is probably the best cheese tastes, and so we're probably eating cheeses that get here with because no one
1: traveling cheese.
0: <laughs> no one is locally making cheese except for like. There are are ethnic minorities that have had like yak cheese as part of their diet for centuries, but that's not like the mainstream. They don't. They don't.
1: I thought you were gonna say uh, uh, us foreigners. Has Matthew made cheese recently?
0: I'll ask him, but I think no.
1: Nathan. I... Nathan used to make cheese, didn't
0: he? Jump on the same stream.